opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Welcome, everybody, back to Unmute. Couple announcements here at the top. We want to make sure that everyone gets their questions answered. So we'll go through all hands first time through, and then we'll take second hands after everyone got their first uh, question answered. Secondly, make sure that everyone gets the same respect you would want for getting your question answered, giving everyone a chance to get their question out and get it answered. Also, we have a new email address, which is feedback at unmute.show. So email us there from now on. You can still use the Gmail one, but we are going to be transitioning over to feedback at unmute.show. And that's going to be the new email address. Also, wanted to let everyone know that Michael and I are now doing IACast. And that comes out every other Saturday. We just released one this past Saturday. And that was all about Mm -hmm. CES and all the new products that came out in this last Apple update. So check that out. The next one will be coming out, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. So look for that. It's in its own feed, not the unmute feed. So look for IACast in any podcatcher that you use. And with that being said, Michael, I hear you have some exciting announcements with... I do. I do. So if you have some background noise, if you could go ahead and mute, we'd greatly appreciate it. These calls are recorded and turned into podcasts about an hour or so uh, after the call is over. As Marty said, raise your hand if you have a tech question. We'll be glad to at least pretend like we know the answer. And the news that I have for people who are curious, uh, this was just announced earlier today at 8 a.m. Pacific time, actually, so 11 a.m. Eastern. And this is huge if you you are a ACB community member and you're a Blind Shell Classic 2 user. Unmute just got muted. Yep, yep, yep. I accidentally got muted, but that's fine. I'm used to it. Uh, so <laughs> Blind, Shell Cla- uh, Blind Shell USA has uh, just announced that Zoom is now available on the Blind Shell Classic 2 phones. So you now can join Zoom meetings from your Blind Shell phone, and you also can use your Blind Shell phone, I believe, to host them. I have not actually tried hosting a meeting myself. Uh, so that is the big news with Blind Shell. Shell. Uh, and then one last quick recap before we jump into these hands. I want to go over some of the calls that, or some of the content that's been published to the Unmute podcast feed. This previous Sunday, our uh, teaching session, I showed you how to use Google Lookout to help me cook some spaghetti. Uh, we go into the kitchen and, and Herbie might like to hear that one. Uh, so we go into the kitchen and cook some spaghetti while using Google Lookout to identify some packages on the Blind Shell 2. On Thursday of this last week, uh, Marty sat down with a friend of the show who has actually come in and helped co-host last year when Marty was out and about uh, to talk about the enhanced security for iOS and uh, Apple devices. And I think they did a great job, slight biased opinion, of uh, breaking everything down to make it easy for people to understand. So give that a listen if you're interested. Again, you can find the Unmute Presents podcast in your favorite podcast app. And then, of course, last Tuesday's call was published there as well. Tom, do we have any hands in Zoom? You are muted, Tom. Okay, I guess I must have muted myself. This thing is muting the wrong thing sometimes. Sorry about that. Desi, you're (laughs) up. You should be able to talk. Hey, Desi, how's it going? Hey, Des. Here I am. There you are. I was not expecting to be first. Golly. (laughs) Wow. Well, here you are. All right, here I am. Um, So this is a really elementary question probably, but um, even though I do a ton of things with my uh, iPhone 14 Pro, um, I have 
apps kind of scattered hither, thither, and about. And I also have some already existing folders that I had made a while ago. And I want to move some of these apps into the folders that I already have. But the hardest thing that I'm having trouble with is figuring out, like if I have an app on page four and the folder that I want to put it in is on page one, how do I get it there? So what you would do is... Let's say you have, you can do this on any app, by the way. So you would, I'm assuming you're a voiceover user, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, okay. So you would go to whatever app you want to move. You'd put your finger on it and you'd flick up until you hear edit. Mm-hmm. Once you hear edit, you double tap. Mm-hmm. Then you flick up again until you hear move. Okay. Once you do that, you'll see all the apps jiggle. And then you could slide over to whatever page you want to go to. And so let's say you want to put it in an existing folder with some other apps and you would put your finger on that folder and you'd flick up until you hear drop whatever the name of the app that you want to move into the folder that you have your finger on. So you would flick oh. up until you hear it say, so what'll happen is it'll say, do you want to drop in front of this folder? Do you want to drop like to the behind this folder or into this folder? Okay. And then when you do that, you double click and it will drop it in there. Wow. Awesome. Okay. All right. I will give that a try. Thank you so much. Yep. And if you have any uh, issues, uh, let us know and we can help you out. Okay. Thanks a lot. Is everybody muted again? I didn't do anything. Okay. So uh, we are ready for the next hand. And that would be Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine. You, yeah, you're talking about, um, you know, uh, and, uh, uh, logging, uh, doing Zoom on, uh, do, doing Zoom on uh, that particular, uh, that particular device. Have they've always, have, have, has that always been done? It has not. It was actually just released today for the Blind Shell Classic Two. So it was released about three hours ago. Hmm. Yep. So it's it's new. Um, if you're a blind shell user and you haven't tried it out, uh, definitely play with it a little bit. And it is available. I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew uh, that that the Blind Shell Classic Two now supported Zoom. Uh, so you can go to what I have found to be the easiest way. And and for people who have the Blind Shell phone, of course, you can reach out and we can help with this directly if you'd like to feedback at unmute.show. But, uh, with the ACB community calls, what I have found to be the easiest way to access a Zoom call from the blind shell phone is to open the message and then press your OK button. This then opens what I call the message context menu. And that's where you can go and reply or forward a message. There's an option that says view in browser. And if you press OK on view in browser, uh, this then opens your message in a web browser, which means you can choose option number two to navigate by heading. So you just tap the number two key and then down arrow through the names of the call. So you can quickly just skip between each call. When you hear one you want to join, I press the number one to go back to default. And then I go down to the the name of the call, which is a clickable link. And you press OK on that clickable link. Once you've done that, then it will open the Zoom uh, webpage and you choose the open in Zoom option. And when you are open in Zoom, then it'll ask you to enter your name if you don't have your name there. And you can either type or dictate your name with the button on the right edge of the phone. And then you press OK when you're done with your name and then you are added to the Zoom meeting. So it works a lot like it does on uh, any other platform, but it is just now available on the Blindshell Classic 2. Uh, for people who want to use that. So hopefully that answers your questions a little bit. Yes, that's very amazing. Very good information. Yeah, well, well, thank you uh, for reaching out. And uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next individual. Unless you have another question. Let's go over to Clubhouse and see if we have anyone in Clubhouse. Can I interrupt you for one second? Okay. So I'm using the blind shell, uh, Mike, and I was able to log in but I cannot see the place to raise my hand. That is a good thing to be aware of. And, and what's your name? Anisio. Anisio, I will play with that a little bit because I, I just got this about two hours ago too. So I have not played with raising hands. Did you have a question for us? No, no. I just wanted to, just wanted to ask this question that, uh, about raising my hand because I, I am calling on the blind shell. I was able to 
connect, uh, but I just don't see that. That's the only. So I I I took the liberty of unmuting and interrupting. So sorry. Are you nope. talking directly into the phone, or do you have like a headset or an earpiece? No, no, I'm talking directly into the phone. Okay. Using the speaker. It's very loud. Very it is, it is very loud. setting on that microphone. Yeah. Oh, is it right? yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so talk for a minute right there, Anicia, where you are right now. I'm, I'm talking now. Can you hear me now? That's way if better. I would, better. I would keep it like that. That is a good level for you. Um, you don't need to be as close to the phone because the microphone apparently is, is very hot. So, so I would, when you're on other zoom calls, be about that far away from it. Just so you know, I, I, I have the phone like an arm's length away from my mouth. So yeah. Good yeah. Yeah. Yep. You, you sound good now. So thank you. That might be some good feedback for the blind shell people if they can lower the I've, I've I've already wrote it down. Good call, Herbie. I'm gonna send Diane a message when we get off this call. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank okay, you. Okay, let's check Clubhouse and see if we have any hands there. We do, we've got a couple. And the first of those is Janet. Hey Janet, how's it going? Um, it's going good. Um, you're still having issues with your um Zoom there, Darcy. Thought I'd let you know. Has anybody anybody heard about the victor reader three can anybody tell me anything about it i cannot tell you any additional information than what's already uh, been rumored slash shared i don't know anything else about the victor reader stream um i do believe that main menu is trying to get them on to talk about it in february but i'm not certain okay because i heard that, that you can pre-order it from uh last that I've I've read that as well, but I know no details about that. I'd recommend reaching out to Laz and see if he has any additional information. Unfortunately, I I don't have any other details about the Victor Reader stream. I was, uh, three. I was okay, kind of surprised I, it was I, coming out. I thought maybe yeah, I was too. I thought maybe I thought maybe y'all have information about it. What's different in the three than is in the two from the two? Right, right. Well, uh, if we find any information out, we will definitely share it. So uh, get subscribed to the Unmute Presents podcast in case you miss it. And uh, I will do some looking into it and see if I can get any additional info. All right. Thank you. You have a blessed day. You, you too. too. Thank you. All right. Anybody else in Clubhouse? There is. We have Tyann. Hey, Tyann. How's it going? Um. Okay. First of all, Darcy, I put a message in the chat for you. Okay. And... um, um. I couldn't think of any other question, but I I wanted to uh, I, I wanted to try to fix Darcy's problem. All right. Well, thanks for uh, helping out. All right. Uh, let's jump back over to Zoom and see if we got any hands over there. We do. We have Jamaica. She's up next. Jamaica. Hello. How are you? Hello. My name is uh, Jamaica Miller, and I'm from Athens, Georgia. And my question is about. Um, I'm having some difficulty with uh, speaker issues with Windows. And so I wanted to ask what kind of speakers would be good for me um, with, with for four for Windows uh, for, for the Windows computer because I'm having some uh, major major difficulties with that. So. Are you wanting to use uh, speakers for listening to music in a room or just audio on your computer, like your screen reader, or what is your use case screen, for the screen, screen reader and being able to access Zoom and Clubhouse? You could realistically get a basic Bluetooth speaker and they range from all different prices and you have it connected to Bluetooth on your computer, and then the audio on your computer will go through the Bluetooth speaker instead of the speakers on your computer. That'd be an easy way. Or you can get a speaker that plugs into the headphone jack on your computer, and the audio then will go out of the speaker that you have instead of the speakers in your computer. And Michael, do you want to talk a little about the speakers that uh, you have so, yeah, it really comes down to if you have uh, Bluetooth on your computer, you can use Bluetooth. Um, really, what are the issues that you're having with your speakers? Because uh, are, are they just not working or what's going on? Oh, they're, 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 giving, they're giving a whole bunch of feedback when I'm trying to, when, I'm, when I have them all the way up to where I need them to be to be able to talk to Zoom and talk to Clubhouse. Um, and they're and they're and the speakers are humming, 
humming right now. Mm-hmm. So I am not sure all, all what's going on, but I'm just asking this question because I'm using, I'm using regular, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm using regular earphones and I'm just trying to figure out what kind of speakers I should be getting for, since I'm going to be getting, um, maybe I might be getting a new computer. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on yet. And, and um, the computer people that I'm working, the people that I'm working with are don't don't know much about the speakers. What's you know what's going on? So I'm just trying to trying to do trying to do what I can do. So yeah, yeah. So uh, when when speakers give humming sounds, my first initial thought is that a wire is is going over maybe an electric wire or something, and you're getting some buzz from that. Um, I uh, not knowing your exact uh, speaker setup when you are using a microphone and you're talking on things like Zoom and Clubhouse, and you have your speakers turned up, you are going to get feedback. It, it it's not ideal, but it's best to use headphones with the microphone um, because that'll that'll give you the best experience. Now, what I would recommend doing is if your uh, new computer is going to have Bluetooth, then you can get like a sixty dollar Bluetooth speaker or even cheaper. Like there's a lot of cheaper speakers out there available too. And then you just wirelessly connect it. And then you can put that speaker wherever you want around your computer and uh, work with it to make less interference noise uh, from your microphone. So uh, it's going to take some some experimentation and some playing with. What I would do though is uh, when you get your new computer, even try the speakers that you have now and see if the experience is better for you. Okay. Or, or, or could I email you and explain it a little more to you about what's uh what is what my setup is yeah Um, yeah it would be it would be feedback at unmute.show okay so you can email us there and then we could go from there okay thank you very much yeah no problem thanks for your question and once again that was feedback at unmute.show okay thank you all right next Anthony, uh, Darcy, do we have any hands in Clubhouse? Um, one second, please. Um, why don't you go? Why don't you go see Zoom first? Because I'm. Okay. And by the way, thanks, Tyen. That did fix the issue. Um, it doesn't look like we're hearing that anymore. So you should share with well, us. What does she, she do? Shares. What does she yeah, do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you don't, go into you. Your... <laughs> <laughs> Only I know the answer. <laughs> well, and Tyen. <laughs> and Tyen, yeah. No, what you what you want to do is turn down the um the system voice the system speech voice, and you can't turn uh, it down all the way. But if you turn it down to zero, like people will still be able to hear it, but it shouldn't be as intrusive. Are, are you running think a, about the problem when you need things that run the system voice? Are you running a Mac or a Windows, Darcy? It's a Mac. Okay. I'm thinking, I wonder if you could automate that, make, make a, like a script for events or something that would turn that down and turn it back on. Make a shortcut. I, I, don't know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I know a shortcut expert and an automation expert who I would ask um, yeah. that question. Yeah. No, I'm not an expert. I just like to mess around. Anyway. All right. Let's take uh, the next question or the next hand in Zoom. So to our host, who do we got okay, next? Okay. We have Beth up next. Hey, Beth. How you doing? Hello. Um, yeah, I I have an issue with speaker as well. When when um, when the lady was talking about, but mine is for music. Uh, like when I heard to say, listen to "Tears of a Clown" by Smokey Robinson in the Miracles. Um, there, I could tell because there were instruments that kind of you know sounded like you know I didn't really hear them so. Is it maybe my external speaker? Because I looked in the back of the speaker; it's it's plugged in. So maybe maybe I have to look at other places. So it could be a lot of things. If it's only that one song, it tells me it could be the recording of the song that wasn't as high quality as what you're used to. If you're having right. it with a lot of different songs, then then it could be the speakers as well, or the source where you're getting your music from as well. Okay, because I use Ponty's. Um, and I get it from YouTube and it used to not sound like that. It used to, I could hear all the instruments with the same song or different. Yeah. With the same. Yeah. With the same download though. Or did you re-download it from YouTube? I, it was, it was the same uh, downloaded because I downloaded okay. it long before I gotcha. used Ponty's. 
Gotcha. So yeah, um, it, it could be a speaker issue, uh, especially if it's faded out over time. Um, it would be worth trying it with headphones to see if you can hear all the instruments with headphones or with another set of speakers to see if that fixes it. And and if it does sound worse, then maybe it is time for a new pair of external speakers. Yeah, because I have the speakers for um, quite a few years, so... I don't think it's don't last as long as they used to. So yeah. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. correct, Beth. Well, give yeah. that a try and, and hopefully that'll help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Tom, who is next? We got Teresa next. Teresa? You know hey, me? Teresa. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello, Tom. Hello, Herbie, Marty, and everybody. Can y'all hear me okay? Yep, yep. We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Good job. Good job. Okay. First of all, I want to try to answer the question somebody asked about the new Victor stream. And I did hear this in a, um, in a, um, pretty, um, accurate, uh, reliable source. It was at the library users call the other night, the Lua call and Jane Corona was on there and she gave me, she gave us all some information on what she knows thus far. Uh, she said the new Victor stream is supposed to have 16 gigabytes of internal storage, which is great. You know, if you've got a lot of books or you like podcasts like I do, and you like to record music off the internet radio, she did say, and she did, but she didn't specify. And I think she probably didn't know for sure. So she was mum that they're supposed to be doing something with the internet radio, but she did not, um, she did not elaborate. And so, um, I'm glad she didn't try to share something she wasn't sure of. Um, apparently the microphone, but you know, where you turn on to record is going to be located. It's either the lower left or the lower right-hand corner instead of in the upper right-hand corner where you, you know, when you want to record, and I forgot something. Oh, yeah, USB-C. It's going to take USB-C uh, power cord. I think like what you're, if anybody has the new e-reader, um, those yep. are like that. They don't have the little prongs um, at the end the way uh, other the USB cords do. Um, okay, so those are the things I do know. But one, unfortunately, one negative that she shared is that Let's say, you know, your battery isn't holding enough juice and you would be able to uh, request a new battery sent to you from HumanWare. Well, that won't be able to happen. You'll have to send back your stream and they'll have to um, replace the battery. Unfortunately, I don't know what's going on there, but you can't um, get a new battery and replace it yourself like it was with a um, second generation. So that's unfortunate. Um, so those are what I know. And I think you can use, she said up to a terabyte. And here's a question I have. Does, the ter does it feel like an SD card when you hold it in your hand? She said it could, you could put up to a terabyte for terabyte, you know, to uh, store things on. Well, all SD cards are for the most part the same size. So it's just a matter of how much information it could hold. So, you know, 500 right. gigs, okay. one terabyte, whatever it is, but the actual physical yes. piece, you know, the SD card is not really going to change okay. the size. It's a standard size. Oh. It's got to okay. fit in that so slot, you fit. know, that goes into the right. SD card slot. So, right. Okay. So that is what a terabyte is. Okay. I, w I was just curious. I didn't know. Okay, now I have a question not connected to the Victor stream, but I wanted to help out the, the previous, you know, the caller that asked about that. Um, sometimes, and this does happen when my uh, internal memory is full and I can't download a book, and, you know, let it download into my Victor stream. So I'll try to uh, use a thumb drive and download it off the computer but I don't know all the steps to doing that. I know to, you know, to find the book and then, and then hit the download where it says, you know, download, you know, to, um, and then you, you want to unzip the file, but I'm not sure how to do all that. And so I kind of like to, um, somebody to kind of talk me through the steps if it won't take up too much time. 
So, uh, Teresa, what I will do is I'll give you a quick recap, but if you can send us an email to feedback at unmute.show, uh, I can also write these steps out and that might be most helpful for you. Um, so you okay. would download the book and then what you do is you use Windows Explorer to find your downloaded book. Um, and then yes. you would press shift F10 on the, the zip file. And the, one of the options is going to be extract. So you'd press enter on extract and that'll unzip it. Uh, you'd press enter a second time and then that um, un extracts the book from the zip file and makes a folder out of it. Then you would press shift F10 on the folder and you can copy it and then paste it onto the thumb drive um, in, in that the USB drive. I apologize. And that those steps, once you get comfortable with it, are going to be pretty much the same. So send us an email and I can outline what you need to do on your and give us as much details as you can, like what type of computer okay. you have and what what uh, operating system you it's have. It's a on there. Lenovo. Okay. Lenovo perfect. laptop. Um, and of course, I'm using Microsoft. Yep. Are you on Windows 10 or 11? Do you know? I think it's 11. Okay, I'm pretty, perfect. I'm pretty sure, but I'll, but I'll, I'll make sure I'm right on that note too. Perfect. Um, but I, yeah, I just wanted to know um, because I was having trouble. It showed like where I had attempted to download it like six times, a certain book. But I, okay, I was wondering like at what point do I insert the USB drive to um, begin the um, cop, you know, transferring the book to the thumb drive. Yeah, shoot, a, shoot us an email and we can uh, walk you through that in more detail and, and then get in contact with each other and we can go from there, okay? Okay. All right, okay. Teresa. Well, thank thanks you. a lot. And thank you thank for your for your uh, um, input on the Victor Reader Stream 3. I, I have heard of this. I hadn't really done much research into it and I'm looking up some information that's available right now. Uh, so we, we appreciate you sharing those details with us too. So thank you. Okay, and I also wanted to pass along one more piece of information. And this, if anybody's got the money to shell out for a Braille Note Touch Plus, I don't know how long this will be going on, but they say if you get a, um, if you um, purchase a Braille Note Touch Plus, you can get a free Victor Stream second generation. I guess they're trying to clear out their old, <laughs> their twos to get the threes. Well, thank you very much. But I've been kind of comfortable with my two, except I just wish I had more internal memory. But <laughs> yeah, besides that, you know. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, well, thank you very much. Okay. Let's uh, You're welcome. Jump, let's jump over to Clubhouse. Do we have any hands over there? Not currently. All right. Uh, looks like Herbie's up next. Herbie is All up right, next. guys. So here's maybe this is an easy one for you. Maybe it's a tough one. Same app, multiple operating systems, multiple frustrations. I have been trying to figure out Tweez Cake. Now, <clears throat> I figured out finally how to get the thing installed on the Mac. I'm not quite sure if they just made an adjustment because like one time I could not get it to install whatsoever. Then I could finally get it to install and I could do the account setup process, but I'm a little bit confused and... It still works because Twitter's does still did work on it on Friday, but I cannot figure out how to move through my Twitter feed. And I don't, you know, see any commands that actually give any specific instructions on that. So I'm trying to figure that one out. And that's actually farther than where I've gotten on Windows, because I wanted to see what I play with it on Windows, see if I could access Twitter on there as well, and I was going to start playing with Mastodon, but I can't even figure out how to install the thing. It's one of those portable installers that really yep. drive me nuts. So, so um, I can help you with both of them. Uh, all so, right. so first of all, um, here's what I do. What I do obviously isn't what everyone has to do, but but it's the way I've found to work with these portable apps uh, very conveniently. Make a folder on your desktop, or I actually put it just in the we lost you, Michael. Root directory of my oh, C drive. And I, wait, that was weird. You're, you're going in and out, Michael. Yep, you got to start over. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell me if you lose me again, because I just got a notice and my internet connection is not stable. 
So what I do is I, I create a folder called portable and I just put it in my C drive. Then you extract the Tweezcake uh, zip file uh, to that portable folder. And then that'll give you a folder called Tweezcake. Inside of that is a Tweezcake.exe file. You want to find that file. And then I right click it and I go to send to and I make a shortcut from my from my desktop. So all I have to do is hit that shortcut on my desktop and that runs Tweezcake. You don't actually have to install it. Um, and what's nice about that is if you're like myself, you can just back up that whole folder and then reset your computer and all your settings will stay as you configured them. The secret on the Mac to be able to get to your uh, tweets inside a timeline or your Mastodon post inside of Mastodon is mm -hmm. not to use your voiceover keys, but to use your tab key. And if you tab through, you will get to the list of posts and then you can use your up and down arrow keys to navigate that specific timeline. All right. And then I'm having one other interesting error and I can restart to see if it fixes it. But when I tried loading Tweezcake, it's saying cannot load the speech output file. That is a new one. Is that on the Mac or on Windows? Yeah, on the Mac. Oh, well, obviously it's on the Mac because you haven't yeah. got it working on Windows. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I would try restarting and see if it still does the same thing and or try the re-extraction and just reinstall, uh, well, reset up Tweezcake. Right. And see if that right. helps. Can okay, I say something? So. Is it all right for me to? Yeah, jump in. Um, one thing you also want to make sure, I believe, with uh, Tweezcake on the Mac, I believe it's one of those apps that probably uses like the scripting. So make sure the um, in VoiceOver, your VoiceOver utility ah. that lets lets VoiceOver be controlled by Apple Script, and make sure that's checked. Right. And sometimes that can get unchecked, and you have to un you know you have to recheck it, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So that that's might be what's going on check. there. Okay. Good call, Darcy. I always forget about that, and that's under the general tab in the VoiceOver yeah. utility. Because sometimes it'll get switched to, off on you. Yep. And Herbie, just so you know, there's going to be a new app coming out that's going to be across Mac, iPhone, and iPad, which is supposed to be really awesome. So that's probably going to be here, I would say, in the next like month or two, maybe. Oh, he's talking about Mona. So, all right. Cool. Next. Who's next. Okay, over here in Zoom, we got Diane next. Hey, Diane, how's it going? I'm sorry. Did you call me? Yep. yep. There yep. you go. You're Diane. next. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I have a question. Um, a couple days ago, I installed iOS um, 16.2, whatever, on my um, on my iPhone 14 Pro, and I'm seeing something in my status bar called, and it says Dynamic Island Empty. Okay, so a couple things. The first thing is there's a new update that came out yesterday. So you're probably going to want to update to that. It's 16.3. Uh, and the Dynamic Island is on the new 14 Pro and 14 Pro, Pro Plus. And what that is, is it's on the old phones, they had what's called a notch up at the top. And that's where the camera was placed. The camera mm -hmm. is actually still in there, but instead of having a plastic notch that comes down from the top, they embedded it in the glass. And now it will, the different apps that are on your phone will provide you information in that app. So for example, if you're talking on the phone and you minimize the phone app, then the phone, there'll be a mini phone app in the dynamic Island. So let's say you're checking a text message, the phone information, like it'll show a little, icon of a phone and the minutes. And when you want to go back to it, you can click on it and it will bring the phone app back. Now they put an API out to developers to add that to their app. So as time goes on, more developers will add using that dynamic island to provide you some kind of information. If you minimize out of the app, it'll show up in that little screen. So all the dynamic island is, is a little tiny screen that gives you information if you're using an app, if you close it. So that's what it is. If you're playing music and you minimize the music app, it'll show you in that little dynamic island. So if you, um, I think the only app I've ever minimized recently is um, Zoom. Um, so well, that, that, so that. The that app has so to be programmed to work with that dynamic island. So not everything is yet. So ah. if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if the, developer has not provided you know an update that works with the dynamic island then there just won't be anything in there if the app doesn't have any dynamic island features 
Yeah, there's not much there yet, but there are one. If it's all right from yeah, go Darcy. Um, One really useful thing, Diane, for the dynamic island I find is timers. If you set a timer, because you can be in another app and and you can see the timer up there um, when you're in another app, and like if you use timers a lot on your phone, that's a that's a really good use Ah. for the dynamic island. So you might just to to see it work, you might try setting a timer and then you know go into some other app and then look up there where it says you know normally says dynamic island empty, and you can see the timer up there no matter where else you are. So that's that's a useful thing for it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, you know, there's not every app that's going to work with it right now, but you can do timers, you can do phone, you can do the Apple Music app. Those are some I know that work with it right now. Yeah. And I think there's some third party apps that will do things like you if you follow a sports team, like a games on, you can see the score up up top. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. So enjoy it. Mess around with it. Have fun. Okay, well, I've I've been to a lot of islands, you know, including Hawaii and the Bahamas and all kinds of other ones, but never to the dynamic island. So I think you had a dynamic for, uh, island experience there, you know. What, Herbie? I think you had a dynamic island experience there. And I just want to briefly mention, so even though the Apple script thing was uh, checked, I unchecked it and rechecked it, and that fixed my uh, tweeze cake issue. So Awesome. All right. Okay, well, Thank thanks, you very much. Guys. Yep. Okay, let's jump over to Clubhouse. Do we have any hands over there? Well, we do actually. Um, hang on. Let me get them up here. Okay, we have Chris. I've invited him on stage. I've been him. I'm not sure if it's him or her, but um, can y'all hear me? Yep. 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 Hey, hey, Chris. What's, what's going, going on, on, man? How you doing? Nice to see you both. Yep. Yep. Um, question. So I just upgraded to 16.3 on iOS. Um, did they add? Keys? What does this mean? Keys for Apple ID security? <laughs> okay, that? So, I, I, that sounds really cool. So, um, which will allow you to use your phone to verify yourself. The the gotcha with pass keys is they are not supported by all websites. So what I would recommend you do, Chris, mm-hmm. is if you go to uh, passkeys.io on your phone, you can actually observe what this is going to be like. And and what it's going to be like is you'll enter your email address there. It's going to generate a pass key that saved to your phone. And then the next time you go to something like passkeys.io, which is just a demo site, instead of you having to enter a username and a password and and remember all those details or use a password manager, as long as your hardware hasn't changed, it's going to use your device as an authentication device. So you won't have to log in again. It'll just sign you right in. And I think that's the future of passwords. I think that they're going to use these keys now. So that's really cool. Thank you. And what's that website again? I'm sorry. Passkeys.io. And then the other key you were talking about, you could literally put a, is that? Yes. Now, Marty was, Marty was talking about uh, what's like a YubiKey is one of the, or YubiCo is the one that I use. And what Marty was talking about with that is instead of it sending you a text message with a code or it, uh, sending your, your app, I use Authy myself, a six digit code that you have to enter as a second factor authentication. You can actually use a, a YubiKey or, or one of these other type of second factor uh, authentication keys. And uh, they have some that will plug into the bottom of your device so you just plug it into the lightning and it signs in i used uh my yubikey with my facebook login and i switched back over to my at&t iphone uh recently and so i had to go and i opened facebook and i i used one password to fill in my details for my username and password and then it said that i needed to use my key to continue logging in well i have the usb-c version of the yubico key and instead of using or plugging it into my phone because mine supports nfc you just uh, press the key against the top of your phone, which is where the NFC reader is. And there's a little round indentation that you put your finger on and you press that slightly. And then that verifies that you have that key. And then Facebook let me in after entering that key. It sounds complicated, but man, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's a physical key that I keep on my key ring. So I always have it. Yeah. So you, without that key, without that little device, then you cannot get into whatever you're trying to get into if you have that set up. Good luck, hackers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why they're doing that. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, Who do we have next? Oh, I guess. Zoom. Do we have any? Yeah, Zoom. Let's go Zoom. You got Austin Denner. I'm not sure how you say his last name, but that's who we got. Austin Denner, I think it is. Hey, Austin. How's it going? Correct. It's actually Benavides. It's a Spanish name. Don't 
Don't worry about that. It, you're, you're not the only one. Now, get this is so okay. I do have a key. Now, what do I have to do? Hello? I'm sorry. Could you repeat your question? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes, 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 yes. I do have my, I have a key. Um, so um, this is new to me. So what I have to do, do to set up the key? Yep. So you have to go. So it's not supported by everyone or, or every site. You would go into the security settings of a site, Facebook, for example. And then there's an option that says 2FA or two-factor authentication. You would locate that option and then the site could be different. So I can't give you uh, exact directions, but generally what you do is just follow the directions. It'll make you plug in your key uh, to your computer or use the NFC uh, on the key. And then and it will uh, also, or it'll have you press the button, and then uh, that will tie that key to your account. Most sites will give you some backup security keys in case, like uh, uh, codes that you can use in case you lose your key or something happens. And then once you do that, you're all set up. Uh, again, it depends on the site, though. You would want to look under the security settings. And Austin, if you send us an email to feedback at unmute.show uh, with some sites that you're looking to try to do, I can give you more exact directions as well. Okay. And then you, you you mentioned I can uh, put my key inside the the uh, the bottom of my phone. To, um, if you have if you have the right key, some keys will let you. So they have uh, some keys that have USB C and Lightning on the bottom. That uh, one would let you plug it into the bottom of your iPhone. So it really just depends on your key itself. Okay, and do do I have to have another key? Uh, I don't I only have one uh, physical uh, tea uh, at the moment. So I, I recommend having at least another one just in case of backup or just in case you have any problems. Uh, but as I said, shoot me an email and we can hammer out those details. I do see we have a few other hands here on Zoom in about 15 minutes. Okay. okay. Right, Thank you, Austin. All... Appreciate right. it. Let's uh, jump over to Clubhouse real quick and see if we have any hands over there. We do. Tie-in's back. Hey, Diane. <laughs> okay, so I thought of a question because this happens not all the time, but every once in a while, and it's been happening since they did the whole um, uh, um, descriptions of um, images. And so, like, if I'm playing, say, Dice World, on some of the buttons, it'll say some weird thing that has nothing to do with the the image. Is this on your phone or your computer or what's the song? Um, phone. It happens on my phone every once in a while. It happens on my iPad. I don't so play Dice I, World, so I, I don't, Michael, you have anything? What, what I have done is I've disabled automatic image uh, recognition in the voiceover uh, yeah, settings. Yeah, I try. I try to do that, and it still is funny. That that is strange. Um, Darcy actually had someone bring this up, and and I think you can control this with it, and it might be worth doing. But you could set up an activity for when you open Dice World to to disable it and see if that gives you a better experience and actually stops trying to recognize the button. Um, I think there's two settings to disable, and I will take a look, Diane, if you hang out, uh, and I will let you know okay. what those other settings are. Okay. But thank you. Um, do we have anyone else in Clubhouse right now, Darcy? There's not currently anyone in Clubhouse right now. We got Perfect. a few in Zoom, so let's try and knock some of these out. Yes, we got Jane Saw. She's up next in Zoom. Hey, Jane. Um, actually, mine's in the chat, but can can you can you see the chat from? Yeah, I'll get your question here in a second, Jane. Okay. Uh, just give me a quick moment, uh, and we will grab that out of chat. It's what happens when I'm multitasking is I'm not paying attention to the chat. And it says, Jane just got a new iPhone with Face ID. How can I transition from Touch ID to Face ID? And what's the difference between a wireless MagSafe battery pack 
And a battery case for the iPhone 14. So Jane, I, I will answer your first question by saying you already transitioned from Touch ID to Face ID because none of the iPhones have both of those. So when you have a Face ID uh, recognition on your phone during the setup process, it should uh, walk you through setting up Face ID. And I some users find this to be difficult. I find it to be very intuitive and easy to do with voiceover. Um, if you have any specific problems, feel free to reach out to us. And um, MagSafe is a connection type is my understanding. So that means that you can have a magnetic uh, battery attached to the back of your phone versus a battery case that you put on your phone, which you put your phone in and then you charge the case, which then charges your phone. Hopefully those answer your questions. Yeah, the MagSafe battery is just basically like a magnet that you click on to the back of your phone. It's kind of where cool. I like where it. the <laughs> case is like a case that you put your whole phone in and it also has a battery in it. So if you have if you need more help or more direct uh, Jane, feel free to shoot us an email to feedback at unmute.show. Who do we have next, Tom? We have Jewel up next. Hey Jewel, how's it going? Hey, doing all right. How's everybody doing? Good, good. So I am looking to um, apply to get a townhouse eventually, um, so like in a year or so. And one of the things I want to do if, if I own the place is really make it smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering, there's a lot of hubs out there for smart homes. There's a, you know, there's a way to do it without a hub. What do you recommend with a hub or no hub? What hub? All that good stuff. Um, I'm looking at like a doorbell camera, um, smart, pl- uh, smart balls, smart plugs things like that and um yeah so i i have to make this joke matter really will matter so if you can find anything that is matter supported then um you Mm -hmm. should have no problems with getting it connected to your home kit uh assuming that you're going to be using it mainly from home on the iphone uh and and i don't have much experience with oh go ahead I should mention it would be both iOS and the Amazon Echo devices. Yeah. Yeah. Then matter yeah. will really matter for that because it'll work with both of those. So so when you're looking at specs, look to see if it has matter support. Matter support. The, okay. A lot, of the, a lot of matter's kind of the new up and coming thing. A lot of the developers are sort of switching into the matter system. So as time goes on, you'll see more and more things come out for matter. So that uh will be a good way to go. There'll be a lot of things compatible for it. The only other tip I would say, the only other tip I would say is if you're going to mess around with lights, do it in a way where you're not actually removing the physical light switches. So if you ever actually have to physically turn the lights or off, you still have the physical switches. Mm -hmm. So that would be something to think about. Or get some smart switches because then you get the best of both worlds. Um, So yeah. I currently have a smart bulb and it is um, in the ceiling light. And then uh, there's a, also a switch for like when if it, it like messes up the connection or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so with the matter matter um, supported, do I need a hub for that at that point? Or does it all work through HomeKit and the Echo? So in most instances, it's going to work with the HomeKit and the Echo. And you'll, if you have an Apple TV, then you can use your Apple TV as your uh, main like hub for your home. Or you can dedicate a iOS device for that. But I would recommend using an Apple TV because uh, most of the time, my Apple TV is already on and is available for me. So okay. I know uh, we've been talking about getting too. a smart TV too. So cool. What was that, Darcy? I said if you also if you um, HomePods also connect as as yes. uh, smart home hubs as well. Good okay. call. I forgot about that. So thank you guys. The HomePod uh, Mini hope- would work as well. I'm yep. sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. Because those are relatively inexpensive. Thank you. Perfect. Well, yeah. Thank good you, luck. Drew. We've got about nine minutes and several hands. So let's jump into. Uh, I believe veteran Doc is next. Yes, he is. Doc, is your turn. I was just wondering. I've had. Um, uh, this com- uh, laptop computer for two years now, and all of a sudden I'm getting a message in Outlook and in my SBC Global account that it's an unlicensed document or something to that, you know, saying that it's mm-hmm. unlicensed. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea what might be causing that? Um, so, do you pay for Microsoft Office subscription? No. 
So I have maybe the Windows Pro. Okay, so so but you're using Outlook, right? Yes. Yep. So you have to pay for an office subscription when using Outlook. So chances are you got a, a extended trial when you bought your new computer. And now because you're not paying for it, it's not licensed. So it's it's looking for a license key. And what I'd recommend doing in that instance, just so you don't you don't run around like a uh something with its head cut off. Uh, I would reach out to the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk just so they can verify that that exactly is what's going on. But to me, that initial sounds like uh, your office trial or your office subscription has expired and now Outlook is no longer licensed. Well, I reached out to them and they went in and they said that I was all paid up and everything was okay. And it quit giving me that message for about a week and now it's back today. Yeah, I would probably reach out to them again just, just to be sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Doc. All right. All right. We, got... we have... Go ahead, Marty. I was going to say we have one more person here in Zoom. Yeah, and that would be Teresa Christian. Hey, Teresa. So I'm trying to use OneDrive and Excel, and I need to use tabs, and it doesn't, I don't know how to, if, if I can, if there's a keystroke I'm missing or not, but that's what I'm trying to do. So you're trying to use Excel. Uh, it's it is. key, isn't it, for a new tab in, no, if you're in the app? It's not. Um, it's a different keystroke. Have you tried control page up and page down? No. Okay. Uh, it looks like that is the keystroke to switch between tabs inside of a Excel workbook. Awesome. Thank so you. So try that and let us know if it works. If it doesn't, send us an email to feedback at unmute.show and we can look further into it. Excellent. Thank you. No Thanks, problem, Teresa. Have a good one. Anybody else in Clubhouse? There is none. And it looks like we're all clear in Zoom. With six minutes remaining. So, all right, Marty, you want to go ahead and wrap it up then? And and man, that hour went fast. It did. It went fast. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Thanks to our awesome staff for doing all the things. So, also, we want to remind you, we do have a new email address, feedback at unmute.show. So, if you want to get a hold of us, questions, suggestions, anything like that, you can reach us there. Also wanted to remind you that uh, we have a new podcast out, which is going to be every other Saturday. The last episode dropped this past Saturday, and the next one will be not this upcoming Saturday, but the following Saturday, and that's called IA Cast. So check that out. And Michael, you have any closing words that you want to say? No, I do not. Okay, everyone, have a great week. We'll see you here same time next week. Have a good one, and uh, we'll see you in the community. Thanks a lot, Tom and Darcy.